Hello, and welcome to the More Than Food podcast. My name is Beth Smeaton, and I'm a life coach here to help you end the war with food and your body so you can focus on what really matters in your life. You know there's so much more to life than obsessing over food and your body, and you're ready to do what it actually takes to get you there. This podcast is for you whether you struggle with binge eating, yo-yo dieting, or anything in between. I'll be providing you with the tools, strategies, and life skills it takes to never struggle with food or body image again. Get ready to expand your mind and fill your heart with what really matters, which is so much more than food. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to bring you today's episode. It has been something I've been thinking about for many months now, actually, and it didn't fully land and come to fruition for me until this morning. So when it when I started to actually think about it and put pen to paper, it ended up pouring out of me. So I'm so excited to share this strategy essentially with those of you who are online business owners, coaches. I know there are so many of you that um, are in that space who listen to the podcast. And even if you're not, I really do believe that these principles, excuse me, these principles and these secrets will apply to you and your life. Um, Okay, but we'll get into that in a minute. But before we get into the full episode, just two mini announcements. Number one is just to let you know that there's a new name and intro coming to the podcast. As you know from listening to last week's episode, I'm now um, broadening the topics that I'm talking about and still including all the things about food or relationship with food, um, body image, and healing those areas of life and expanding into other topic topics, um, specifically relationships, business, money, all the things that go into being an entrepreneur that are things and lessons that uh, really help us on our path to success, essentially. So a new intro, a new name is coming. I'm just letting it be organic. It, it hasn't, nothing is during what... Can I speak when I'm brainstorming? <laughs> Do you ever have those moments where your mind moves way quicker than you're um, speaking? That just happened. <laughs> so slowing down. Um, when I brainstorm for new names and everything, it's not. I'm not loving anything yet. So I'm waiting for all of that to happen organically. Um, just know that that's coming and that this podcast is indeed expanding into other topics. Um, yes. And then the second thing is giving you guys a fun bonus for listening to the podcast. So I am doing a special event. Let's call it an event (laughs) for you as a listener. And it's super simple. I'm going to explain it now, but I'm also going to put the instructions in the show notes. So you don't need to like write any of this down. You can listen and then go to the show notes to see, okay, this is what I need to do. And so as a thank you for listening to this podcast and being here with me and as essentially a gift to your growth in your journey, 
I am gifting a 30-minute coaching call to anyone who rates this podcast, and that's it. (laughs) It's so simple. And so how you rate the podcast is, of course, you're here now. So if you go into um, the star ratings, you can give it a a star review. I'm not going to tell you what to review, of course, whatever you feel is true. Give it a star rating. If you feel called to also input a review and words, that's great, but it isn't necessary. And then once you do that, hit a screenshot because showing me, I believe it takes a few days to actually go through. So in order for me to keep track of um, you actually rating it and reviewing, um, it's helpful to take a screenshot shot that you did it and then email me to show me that you did it. So my email is Beth, B-E-T-H, at poweredbybeats.com. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And so send me the screenshot as an attachment to the email along with five answers to these questions. The first is, What goal or goals are you working towards? The second is, what is your biggest struggle or challenge or block right now? The third is, how did you find me? So originally, whether that was maybe TikTok or Instagram or even maybe Google and you found this podcast or you found me through my website. The fourth question is, why are you excited to have this 30-minute call with me? Because it's so fun. (laughs) And number five is what would you like to gain from our call? So from these 30 minutes, what would you like to gain from the, by the end of our time together? So that is it. So send the screenshot and answer those five questions and you will be entered to, for a free 30 minute coaching call with me, which is so exciting. Like very, I'm just really excited to connect with my podcast listeners. So don't think that this is just for you. It's for me too. (laughs) Obviously with the rating, but um, I love connecting with you too. So those are the two things I wanted to let you know before we got into the podcast. And so now let's get into today's topic, which is the 10 secrets to building a successful online business. And before I get into the 10 I think another thing to set this up is um, these 10 secrets came from the 10 principles of intuitive eating, believe it or not. And why this has been almost coming up as, you know, my intuition or a ping or whatever you want to call it. This has been coming up because when I healed my relationship with food and my body. Of course, I went into that area of coaching um, for a few years. And over, you know, during that time, I noticed a lot of similar patterns of how I related to food and my body. And I was starting to relate similarly to my business. And I didn't like it. This wasn't in a positive way. Okay. So I knew that something needed to change. And specifically, I don't remember if I gave many details last week, as I've mentioned, I'm not, my memory sometimes (laughs) is not all that great, but regardless, I'm sure not everyone remembers every single thing I'm saying. 
So some of the patterns that I was seeing starting to carry over were, for instance, like obsessing over numbers. So before I healed my relationship with food and my body, I was highly obsessed with um, tracking calories, tracking macros, tracking my weight, weighing my food, like really looking at food as math and numbers. Like that was something that over time, it became way too much. Like it became a habit that I did not, I didn't like that box that I built my, that I built around myself. So when I'm obsessing over numbers, I know, okay, it's time to slow down and see what's really going on. So when, when I was doing that with my business, I was also obsessing over numbers, but this time in terms of um, my income every month, like what I earned that year, what I, like all of my revenue numbers, even numbers on um, like views and likes. And logically, I fully knew that that's something that doesn't necessarily matter, like how many likes we get and all that stuff. But I was starting to obsess over it. And again, it was an indicator and a cue for me that something was going on. So that, and I was experiencing a lot of heavy emotions around it as well. And so the work I did with food and my body was how I was able to see something was going on with me that needed to be healed with my business as well. So I'm truly grateful that, you know, I struggled with food in my body for 20 years. I was noticing these patterns in my business for a while, right? It was like maybe a year, maybe two, like it, it, it wasn't a short amount of time, but it wasn't 20 years, which I am so, so happy about, right? Like I knew, okay, this, I'm going down a similar unhealthy path. It's time for me to change. And I had this intuitive knowing of, okay, if these principles helped me heal my relationship with food and my body as well, of course, from life coaching, right? It wasn't just the principles, but I was able to apply those principles through the lens of life coaching. So I knew, okay, if that helped me heal my relationship with food, there's got to be something to this that will heal my relationship with my business. And spoiler alert, everything in our life is a relationship. So yes, if you have a business, um, even if you're not, you don't have a business, we have a relationship with our business. We have a relationship with our career, right? Just like we have a relationship with other people and ourselves. We have a relationship with food, our body, with money, everything is a relationship. So when I took the lens of, you know, the principles of intuitive eating and really sat down with it this morning and it just poured out of me how I was able to transform the relationship I had with my business, with money to help have a fulfilling and satisfying business. And caveat to this, I have never not loved my coaching sessions with clients. How can I say that more positively? I have always loved <laughs> my sessions with my clients. That has never been a problem. It was more the operational, you know, running a business aspect that was 
definitely a learning curve for me and for many people. Like we aren't born knowing the skills of sales and marketing and all of the things that we need to do to run and build and grow a successful business. I lost my train of thought. Ah, yes. Okay. So I started saying healing my relationship with my business, I believe. Maybe I put it in different words, but my why this is important is because many of us, if you're a coach, if you are an entrepreneur, if you started your own business, a lot of similarities of why we do this is to break free from the nine to five, is to have freedom with our schedule, is to have financial freedom, is to just feel, you know, not just, but to feel fulfilled and satisfied with our life, right? To love what we do for a living. It is a dream, excuse me, it is a dream to start your own business based on something that you love and to receive a financial income from it, it is a dream come true. So I know if you started your business, like that is most likely why you did. And we don't start these businesses to box ourselves in basically with nine to five mentality of being, you know, hating our schedule of it, you know, feeling like we aren't um, in charge. Like, and when I say that it's, of course we are, but we can give our power away so easily to so many things. So I, I even posted a reel a few days ago, maybe it was last week about how being an entrepreneur and starting your own business is like a spiritual awakening in disguise. Like I had no idea the amount of growth that I was going to go through uh, when I started on this path. And even, you know, I didn't even start my journey with, oh, I'm going to heal my relationship with food and my body. I went down the path of like, oh, I'm going to start a side hustle with life coaching. (laughs) And then it turned into giving me so much more than I ever thought. Like my business venture ended up leading me down the path to heal my relationship with food and my body and, you know, feel good in my business and heal my relationship with money and go into trauma healing. Like all this stuff was just like waiting for me on the other side. And I had no idea. And I lost my train of thought again, but (laughs) um, I will just leave it there at that preamble um, and let you know all of these similarities made so much sense to me because of how it helped me with food and my body. And I was like, there's got to be something to this with business. And once I started putting pen to paper, I was like, oh my God, this is everything. <laughs> so the 10 secrets to building a successful online business. So the first one is acceptance. Accepting your starting point, accepting who you are, your history, your perceived weaknesses and flaws, huge, (laughs) accepting your path, your story, right? All of it. Accepting all parts of you and your story, everything is going to set you up on such a better path than like, you know, thinking that you don't have a deep enough story or that you don't know enough or all these things. Like when we think that we need more than just who we are, it's going to cause a lot of pain. I should say a lot of unnecessary pain. So 
And when we accept ourselves, we're also showing up from such a grounded energy. Like imagine being grounded in accepting of who you are and knowing who you are and the amount of confidence that that brings. Like when we are in that space, that's when so like we become so magnetic, right? Which is so important with an online business. And the second secret is giving yourself permission to be you. So it's kind of similar to the first secret, but it is different. So when we give ourselves permission to be ourselves, we can finally take off those masks and performative habits, right? Those people-pleasing habits. And when I say that, like when you think about creating content or video, or maybe you have a podcast, like when you think about putting information out there for your business, even if you have a product-based business, when you think about putting that out there, when you are generating content to talk about it, when you are thinking, oh, I need to say the right thing. I need this to be, you know, make this person feel and think a certain way about me, about my service, about my products, so they buy. When we operate from that place, we are doing work that isn't our work. So what I mean by that is we're, we think by doing that, we're, we are believing that we are in control of other people's thoughts and feelings, right? Like that is so important for anything in life, right? Like whether it's our business and uh, in marketing with content, right? Or even with our body, like if we think, oh, I need to look a certain way or be a certain size or be a certain weight for other people to love and accept me, that's trying to control other people's thoughts and feelings based on you, which we cannot do that. We cannot control how other people think and feel despite um, how much it actually feels that like it's true, but it's just not. Trusting that everyone has their own mind, right? They can think and feel on their own. They have the power to do that. When you allow other people to do that, you're taking that burden off yourself and you're allowing yourself, oh, okay, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Now I can just be myself and do me, right? So when we're doing that, we no longer feel like we need to be a certain way or look a certain way or do certain things for people to like us, to buy our product, to hire us, to be successful. Like when we learn how to be comfortable with ourselves, not only again, is that more magnetic to who we're meant to work with, but it also gives us permission to just show up online as we are, right? Like building an online business can bring up a lot of mental and emotional drama because it can it's a big deal, especially like I'll speak for myself, like being coming from an introverted place to then being like, oh my God, I need to be online and essentially be on stage. Like <laughs> my mind and body did some gymnastics because it was like, did not know how to get on board with that. So when we are comfortable with that, with being online, when we're comfortable with 
simply just being ourselves and being human, telling people, hey, I'm open for business and I'm the person that's, you know, the best that can help you, right? It's like, that's so simple. (laughs) When we just become human beings instead of like these like weird marketing machines, which, which trust me, that is still something that I'm working to let go of with my content. Like, oh, wait, I don't need to be this like weird robot. It's like when I, I'll let myself write something and then I'll go over it and be like, am I being myself? Am I being who I think I need to be? Right? Like, it's so important to not judge yourself if you are, but to notice like, okay, am I doing that? And what, what's going on here? So I just now make it just a checkpoint for myself and be like, where is, where is this coming from? Like, can I be more real in this post? So I invite you to do the same, to give yourself permission to be you, be human, invite people in. And this business thing (laughs) becomes so much easier, which is what we all want. So the third secret is reject the self-sabotage mentality. Oh my God, this is huge. These are all huge, but this is huge. (laughs) And it's so important to identify the part of our brain that wants to keep us safe, right? It wants us to stay comfortable and play small and it doesn't want to take risks and it doesn't like to try new things, right? We all have that part of our brain that's just, right? It's a survival mechanism. And what I have found, and I may have mentioned this in previous episodes, but similar to when we're healing our relationship with food and our body, like when we name the part of our brain that is like so mean, right? It's like whether you want to call that like an inner critic or a mean girl, whatever part of your brain is just not serving you, when we reject it lovingly, okay, (laughs) we don't have to shame it or judge it. When we name that part of our brain and just create some separation and space between that and who we are and what we want, it serves us so well. So specifically, it's like the part of our brain that's like, you're not good enough. You don't know enough. You suck, right? Nobody likes you. You're doing things wrong. Like all of those thoughts, like everyone has these thoughts. So when we normalize it, first and foremost, we can allow it to uh, float through us and not define us anymore. So we can redirect those thoughts, rewire those thoughts, reprogram those thoughts so they aren't so loud. Oh, that is huge. So that we aren't having to micromanage our mind all the time. Like when we are reprogramming these uh, parts of our brain and truly creating new neural pathways, we, it simply becomes who we are to not believe, to just believe, of course, I'm good enough, like not even good enough, but I'm amazing. Like we can truly go from what's wrong with me. I'm not good enough. And having that feel like a fact to I'm amazing. And I have unconditional love for myself. 
But before we get there, it's important to create the space and to name that part of your self-sabotaging brain and to let go of it and no longer have it be the voice of you and just have it be the voice of your conditioning, your life experiences, any programming that you've learned that over time you will let go of. So what I have found to be such a big indicator of whether we're successful or not is whether we choose to believe these negative thoughts or not. And as you've heard me say throughout so many episodes, this isn't about faking it till you make it. This isn't about positively affirming your way to change. It is about healing. These thoughts do take work to redirect, rewire, and reprogram. But this initial step, like I mentioned, of creating space and doing this work gets you closer and closer to genuinely and simply getting paid to be you. Like you are the secret weapon for your business. And you'll notice throughout all these secrets that it's always coming back to you. The fourth secret is to honor your pace. So here you really want to keep your blinders on to not get sucked into the comparison game. Oh my God, this is huge. Like unfollow people that trigger you and to remind yourself if someone is growing faster than you, like even if you started at the same time to celebrate them and to see how their success is possible for you too. Okay. Like there is so much abundance in this world. And when we embody that truth, everything changes for us. So when we're feeling bad about the results we create in our business, it's truly a downward spiral and one-way ticket to quitting. It's like we are continue when we do that, we're micro quitting on ourselves. Maybe we'll like stop showing up for a week or two weeks or a month or whatever, and then get back into it. And that creates that feast famine up and down cycle with our business, which is horrible. So remember the story of the tortoise and the hare. (laughs) It is not sexy, but it's true. Slow and steady wins the race. Okay. And this using this is not an excuse to not take action, right? Because we need to take action to grow and to build and to learn all that. But it's reminding yourself that you're truly in the middle of creating something great. Okay. So even if you haven't hit your full on end goal, right, which let's be honest, is there ever really an end goal? But even though you haven't maybe hit your initial first milestone or second or third, whatever it is, reminding yourself that you're in the middle of creating something great will serve you so, so well. So stay the course and you will get to where you want to be. So the fifth secret is to make peace with money. You guys, like this is huge. Again, I'm going to say this for all of them. They're important. They're huge, (laughs) but it's very important to know that money is simply an energy exchange. Like money is a currency that we made up, right? Like when we Like I hate using coach speak sometimes, but when we take our power back from money, right? And realize, oh, we as humans created money. Like we used to trade goats and I don't know, whatever else services 
in exchange for things. But since that got really complicated, complicated and weird, we invented money to make things easier. So when we bring money off the pedestal and see it for what it is as this energy exchange, that it's not evil, it's not also not something that makes you worthy, so huge. When we do that and loosen our grip around it, that's when we it starts to flow freely to us, uh, as well as when we allow it to circulate back out, right? When we're not holding on so tightly to, you know, for whatever reason, when we allow it to circulate back out and have it come to us, it creates this beautiful flow. So making peace with money is a major part of building a successful online business. The sixth secret is one of my favorites. It's discover the satisfaction factor. This was one of my favorites with food and one of the keys with allowing myself to just eat what I like and move on and stop the obsession. And it's one of the keys in business too. So when we start to pay attention to what we want to create and to pay attention to what sounds fun to you, like what brings you joy? When you do that, your people will find you. Like when you are in your joy, your people will find you. And when it comes to sales and marketing, you can, you know, learn the skills of it, right? But there are so many strategies from sales and marketing. It's, it's almost, it's like diet culture. There's so many diets in this world, just like there are so many sales and marketing strategies. It's crazy, but that doesn't mean it's bad. We get to then use our own discernment when we're learning different strategies of sales and marketing. We can take what we want and leave what we don't. And this was a really big lesson that um, I needed to learn for myself. Like there's no one way to do sales and marketing and business. Like there, like it's, it serves us so well to learn a bunch of things, right? I'm not saying like this, don't learn. Like we need to build these skills. Like it's very important, obviously. But when we are learning all these things, it's not boxing ourselves into rules and regulations, just like food. Like otherwise, we aren't going to find our joy or be in our joy in our businesses. Just like if we box ourselves in with rules around food, we feel like we're in diet jail and it's just like, oh, it drains all of our energy. So the same goes for business. So take what you want, leave what you don't. And when we do that, when we follow our satisfaction with business, when we follow our satisfaction with business and take off, you know, the box essentially, and, you know, no, and we aren't recreating another nine to five, that's another thing to be aware of and mindful of to not just box yourself back in something I had to learn <laughs> as well. Again, all these things, I'm, I wasn't immune to any of this. Like these are lessons that I learned and now putting it into this framework for you brings me so much joy. So when I go back to evaluating my five-figure months, it's always because I was having fun in my business. Always, every single time. <laughs> when I forgot the fun, 
my uh, revenue reflected it every time. Okay. So this goes along with the paradigm of I need to work hard to make money, right? Like, oh, if I just put in work, then I'll be compensated. Like we do not need to live by that paradigm. We can truly have fun in our businesses and make money. And another thing that goes along with this secret is to celebrate all your wins, like celebrate, celebrate, celebrate so, so much, like not just money milestones either, but like anything that you're um, proud of, right? Like whether it's increasing your confidence or going live for the first time or putting on your first masterclass or group program or launching a membership, right? Like even just getting into action, right? If if you have found it to be difficult to um, move forward or even just like get online or create content, whatever it is, like big or small, celebrate yourself throughout your whole way there, okay? Like something that has made a major difference is don't just create um, money goals for yourself. Like that's great, of course. But also think about how you want your business to feel on your way there. That is going to help you with your day-to-day decisions and what you do and don't do and what's going to determine whether you keep going or quitting, right? Or micro quitting, like I talked about, like that will help you stay consistent with your business, which consistency is huge for business, right? We need to show up consistently. So celebrate yourself and have that be a part of discovering the satisfaction factor for you. So the seventh secret is respect your boundaries. And this is so big. This is about knowing your business schedule, essentially. So knowing when to start working, knowing when you are your most creative and most productive, whether that's in the morning or at night, like it doesn't matter. Like finding out when you are your most productive and creative self will serve you really well to create and build your schedule around. Um, I've worked with clients that even set up their schedule, not week to week or day to day, it's month to month. Like, especially as women, when we look at our monthly cycle and notice, like even on either if it's the week before our period or the week of our period, I know so many entrepreneurs that either don't take calls those weeks or intentionally uh, slow down on those weeks and then have more, um, what's it called? Like activities scheduled for the weeks that they're ovulating and feel more energy, which is such a major um, benefit to being an entrepreneur and have creating our own businesses and schedules because we can work with our bodies and work with our energy. energy. We don't need to, um, like I've mentioned before, box ourselves into the eight-hour day, um, five days a week um, paradigm. Like we can make it however we want. So noticing when your energy is high, build your schedule around it. Why not? And another part of that is to know when to stop working. Like (laughs) this is probably something that, you know, may not be something that you think you would struggle with or 
maybe you're not aware of it. Maybe you are, right? I'm not sure. But knowing when to stop working is a big deal because when we are building our business, when we're entrepreneurs, we can work all the time, right? And even if we're not working, we can be thinking about working, which I know for me is the most draining thing that I have done is, okay, I'm not working. I'm not sitting in front of my computer, but I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about, you know, all the things I could be doing and that's not rusting. And we need to be so disciplined with our time and rest because we need to have our energy and creativity and flow when we are on, right? When we're in our business, it's so important. So knowing when to start based on your schedule, knowing when to stop, right? Having those clear boundaries, again, will allow us to be consistent and avoid that feast famine cycle, like from month to month. So Focusing on needle moving tasks, like working smarter, not harder, so, so important. And respecting your boundaries is one of the keys to building a successful business. So the eighth secret is master your emotions. I have talked about this probably every episode, (laughs) probably every episode, because it's major. It's major for entrepreneurs. It's major for humans, right? And so our emotional intelligence, in my opinion, is priority number one when it, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, like we can get stuck in the shame, rejection, abandonment, urgency, fear game. And it's just not sexy, right? It's just all of those downward spiral feelings that if we aren't um, what's the word? If we haven't done the work to manage those emotions, heal those emotions, know what to do with those emotions and how to bring ourselves back up and spiral up when we notice ourselves spiral down. Like if we don't do that work, it's our, our lives are going to be more of a hell than a heaven, <laughs> right? To put it simply. And even, you know, I just mentioned like shame and rejection and abandonment, which are heavy emotions, but we also need to learn how to rewire positive emotions. Like even though like hitting money goals, like signing clients, all that stuff feels really good and it feels great, but sometimes we can get stuck in the, oh, okay, things are going really well, but when is the other shoe going to drop? right? Like this can't last. Like this is too good to be true. This was a fluke. All of those things. That is a sign that we don't feel safe in those high vibe, abundant emotions. Like knowing that, oh, knowing that is so big. Okay. So like waiting for the other shoe to drop, thinking it's a fluke, like all that stuff is just more emotional work that needs to be done in order to like feel safe and secure with the ups, with the downs again, so we can be consistent. So it's we're, we don't self-sabotage essentially when we're feeling good because we're just like, because what we think ends up in our results, right? So if we're thinking it was a fluke, we're going to create that. But when we do the work to feel safe in the ups, 
we are going to stay in the up and have it be more of like a hill. My hand is motioning like a rolling hill rather than those big spikes of ups and then downs and then ups and then downs, which is an emotional roller coaster. Okay. So again, when I talk about mastering your emotional world, we're not bypassing emotions. We're not saying I'm going to be happy all the time, right? And feel good all the time because that's not life. Like bad things happen in life, like things that we cannot avoid, such as, and what I'm thinking specifically are like deaths and things like of that nature. Like that is what happens in life and that doesn't feel good. So, and that's okay, right? So it's truly understanding your emotional world, all of that, all the parts and pieces that go into that, understanding your nervous system, understanding trauma, even being trauma informed as a piece of your puzzle will take you so much farther and have you feel good on your way, way to your goals. Like that has been nervous system uh, understanding and trauma work has been so huge to feeling good on your way or on my way to my goals. Like, and so I want to be sure to share that part and that piece with you. So the ninth secret is to respect your body. Like this, of course, is huge for anyone if you're an entrepreneur or not, but respecting your body is to not forget about eating, right? To not work through meal, meal times, to honor your sleep, right? Get the inadequate amount of sleep, exercise, move your body. And of course, be, me being me, bonus points for healing your relationship with food and your body image. So food and body thoughts don't like clog up your brain, right? Like <laughs> your brain is your one of your biggest assets to being an entrepreneur, if not your most, you know, your biggest asset. So when you clear food and body drama stuff, like then you get to use your gift. And along the same lines as mastering your emotional world and, you know, feeling good on your way there, like making money at the cost of our health is never worth it right? Like sustainable growth is what it will lead to that fulfilling and satisfying business like month after month after month. So don't forget about your health, about your well-being, about your body. All of that's very important when building your business. So the 10th and final secret is movement. Oh my gosh, this has been a fun one to even reflect on and see how true it is. And whether it's dance or running or playing or weightlifting, right? What walking even like moving your body will help move your emotional world too. And moving your body like truly will get you into a creative mode. Like I am my most creative self when I'm running. It is kind of crazy when I <laughs> think about it, but I, I'm able to connect dots quicker. I'm able to like really have things that I've been thinking about land and come through. I'm always taking notes on my phone and stopping on my runs or walking and writing notes, which <laughs> may not be the safest thing, but I'm always, um, 
being finding these creative concepts and intellectual property, which again is what sets us apart in our businesses. When we're people hire us for how we connect the dots, they hire us for our intellectual property, they hire us for saying things in ways that they've never heard before or concepts they knew about, but maybe didn't land in you know a, a way that made sense to them until they hear it from us. So when we are moving our body and able to tap into that creative part of ourselves, that really allows us to quantum leap and like change the trajectory of our businesses. So even if you're not moving your body for health, which of course I recommend doing for your health, but also move your body for your business. Like there are so many benefits to tapping into your creative self. It is, it's really fun too. Okay. That is all that I have for you today. This was such a fun episode to put together. If you like had aha moments, breakthroughs, I'd love for you to tag me on social media. I don't think I've mentioned, maybe I have once, but my social media switched. So I started a new account in April and Instagram, it's the body, the body wisdom coach with dots in between. I'll put that in the show notes too, but I'd love to hear that you're listening. Uh, when you screenshot and put it on Instagram, tag me, let me know. Um, also yeah, tag me or not even tag me, email me, uh, your rating, your review, and I'm going to have that open until let me open my calendar June 12th. So Sunday, June 12th. I'm thinking this episode will release. I need to check in with my editor, but potentially June 8th. So Wednesday. And that gives you five days to submit your review and your rating and send a screenshot and email me the answers to those five questions that are in the show notes so that you can receive your 30 minute coaching call, you guys, which is so much fun. I cannot wait to connect with you. I cannot wait to hear what your goals are. Like, and I cannot wait to help you through any resistance or blocks and give you that inspiration and (laughs) very technical term that you need to keep moving forward. So Go ahead, submit those reviews and ratings. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. And I will see you next time. If you love what you just heard and want to go deeper into your own journey so you can experience the freedom, relief, and joy that you deserve, you can schedule a free call with me at bestmeetincoaching.com. These calls allow you to be exactly who you are and where you are without any judgment. They're also a chance for you to tap into your powerful intuition so you can start to outline what you want your life to look like once you're no longer obsessing over food and your body. By the end of the call, you'll have a personalized roadmap showing you exactly how to make your vision a reality. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon.